What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Lunch Beers Podcast, episode 110. It's a very even-looking number. It's a standard big. Yeah. Uh, we got a full studio. The boys are all back. It's been a while. Uh, I got myself, Nick. What's going on, bud? Hey, what's You're up? back. Man? I'm back. It's been a yeah. while. Yeah. Eli, always here. Love yeah, the consistency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got, is like, that an insult? <laughs> No, man. Staple of the of the pod. Big it is an insult. Guy. And then Jareed. Hello. Okay, Nick. Uh, now that you're back, I know you wanted to kick things off. Yeah. Go for it, man. Um, the mic is yours. Okay. The biggest uh, fraud. Um, the, this realization came to me the other day. The biggest fraud that a company can do is put you on a quote unquote project to help better develop like your department or whatever the fuck. It's the biggest fraud ever. And the reason being is that uh, through the past and currently, because I'm trying to fight against deadlines and I'm losing my mind, uh, it's a way to distract you from your current job, your current ju- duties, right? Where they'll start hitting you on your performance for your actual job, and then they'll start hammering you for your project deadlines at the same time. So you're working all these extra hours for free, and it's modern-day slavery in the corporate environment. Thoughts? I was a project manager, and I definitely wasted a good bit of time on some stuff. Some stuff is very literally like... The like the top guys need stuff on their plate and they have no intent on doing a project and they just loop you in and take your time. So I could feel that a little bit. But the number one way if you're going to get rid of somebody like you're going to mess with their time, dude, just move them to a different seat and then fire them three months later. One quarter of failing, dude. That's the first pivot into the move into a new seat. I feel that. It's yeah. corporate game. That is brutal. I feel like I can't really talk much to it. I haven't been in that no. role. I feel like my projects that I'm given throughout the day are just, you know, my job tasks. Okay. If they want you to do something above that for a quote-unquote project, don't <laughs> fucking do it, dude. Do not do it. Don't join in. Don't be the overachiever. Avoid the P word. It is horrendous. It's the biggest way for you to fail and burn out. It is horrendous. All right? It's triggered. I'm in the middle of it right now. I'm on week seven of no days off, Sunday to Sunday, dude. Every day is a Sunday scary because the next day is the fucking same. And I'm living that life. You want a real corporate answer? Sounds like you need a new job, buddy. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing this during your green time. What's my green time? Your green time is your nine to five when you should be focused on revenue generating activities for the business. (laughs) And you should be handling these projects. From six to nine PM on your time. That's when you're not getting you paid. Got a nine to that's, five and that, then a five to nine. That's the fucking problem. That's the these, corporate answer. These companies want you to work your five to nine when you're not paid on their projects. So you know? I straight up tell people I'm, I'm not doing that. Yeah, you just say no. It's fraud. It's fraud. Like, you're like, yeah. Cause, cause the the thing about that whole thing is it's not my job, so it's, yeah. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. Because then your manager will come in and be like, oh, you just like aren't hitting your benchmarks you on, on your actual job. And then they're job. like, but uh, when are you done with the project? And it's like, you can't win. You're stuck between a vice and both sides are squeezing in. Control. And there's, no, there's no way out. Print screen. There's no way out. It's how they could fire you and or promote you, but then fire you three months later, like Eli said. It's yeah, that's mean. rough. That's rough. Um, maybe work a job where the work doesn't go anywhere. Maybe don't hey, work. Five p.m. hits. See we'll back tomorrow. Don't, don't work. Yeah, sun's I down. Wish, Time dude. to go home. Yeah, don't can't work. find one of those jobs. The work I don't get done. It's just there tomorrow, baby. That's what I'm saying. Uh, it's just know, life, though. You know, know? what your responsibility is, though. It's the businesses. It's not my problem. They fire me tomorrow. It's not my problem. Yeah, I'm just matter. a tax cattle. Cattle. All right. That's a great way to look at someone's employees. I like that. Yeah. Tax Tax cattle. Do you guys want to be the reason the GDP drops under Joe Biden's economy? (laughs) Hell yeah. Better keep me employed, dude. (laughs) The best way to keep someone employed, though, is to give them small amounts, uh, small amounts of work over a long period of time. Pizza, dude. If you finish a project in two days, you might be gone in two days. Hey, you give me small amounts of work for six months, I'll be here six months from now. 
but the communication's all over the place too. So they don't want to step in and try to piece <laughs> it all together. That's big. Make it a mess, dude. Dude, I've been getting hit with things where it's like, oh, we want to have this campaign out by the end of the week, and it's like I'll get a Excel sheet. I made it through those sheets, by the way, from last week. Oh, nice, man. Yeah. Congrats. But then the person that's supposed to, like, upload them got promoted, and now they're all, like, backlogged. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what to do now. <laughs> Falter. Yeah. yeah like, you just, should just fail. And on top of that, apparently we have, like, audits. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, not like not like that type. Like, employee Jared, audits. First time hearing an audit. <laughs> no, everyone has first audits. Time, Let me elaborate. Guys, there's Jeez, a thing called audits, all right? Employee audits. Um, we're like... People come in and like from HR and they interview and ask you about your day to day activities. Oh, is this anonymous? Um, randomly selected. It. Randomly selected. No, I just mean like, like test. Do they know your answers or do you just get an email? No, I do. No, no, I'm, it's like a one on one meet. Like this person oh, comes yeah, into the like office. Study. See, that's kind of scary though because you can't say whatever you want. You can. I'm just going to say what I do. It's not anonymous. <laughs> Hey, I got oh. a I got a good job email from my hey, boss this hey, week, CEO, so I'm doing something this, right. This one employee said this about you guys. Which employee? Uh, yeah. Now, now he now that person that has to tell the CEO. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not doing any of that. He comes around the corner. You're but you say you're going on top in person. Of your desk. It's in they, person? They're coming into our office, and then like I have a window where I go and I talk to this person. Don't some of those places like they go in and they make it anonymous, but they are the ones that like deliver the information to the people that no, ordered it. Cause I mean, there's survey some dynamics monkey that are like is that. A thing. Well, not survey monkey, but <laughs> I'm saying like the concept though, like, isn't that, no thing. idea. No dude, idea. I go off in those anonymous surveys from work. <laughs> I go fucking off, dude. Dude, I'm happy to say, like, I finally. No, but I also give credit where credit's due. No I'm doubt. I'm not just a one-sided, you know. I'm happy to say I finally have a job where I would, like, there wouldn't be any of that going on for me. Like, I love it. I'm having a good time. The people are good and things are, it's a tight knit group and shit is organized. Nice. And it's yeah. like, wow, this is Whoa, nice. Positivity. I've never experienced this before. So. Um, yeah, wow. I'm excited for my little audit though. They're like, hey, how you doing? You know, just 15 minutes out of your day when you can do whatever. I've never heard hey, of Jerry's asking free. the lady, you got any, uh, you got any locks this week? What's, what no doubt. Any zins? Yeah, any parlays? Can I zin up for this? <laughs> coffee? Hmm? Coffee's in. I got coffee flavored zins. Go great with like a PSL, you know? Jared, the, the question was, what is your day to day duties? <laughs> zins? <laughs> yeah, I zin. I walk in, I zin, I, I coffee, I poop. Yeah. 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 I analyze data, I zin, and I call people. There you go. Well, I hope you do well in that audit. Um, I will cheers to that, bud. I'm How glad about it? Uh, you're at a job. Should you I bring like. a beer in? Well, you got a beer right now? Should I bring this one in specifically? What is it? Tell me. Blueberry Sour Power from Funk Brewing. From Troy Naden. Pow. Bam. Yeah, shout out our guy Troy. He's easily given us the most beer so far. Um, so he's definitely a certified beer supplier. Shout out Troy. Um, he did have the one bad one, but since uh, he has <laughs> produced. That was crazy. Um, <laughs> and I feel like he's produced again. I mean, this is a sour. It's a nice change up. Um, we don't really have sours on the show, so this is great. From Funk, I believe that's in Emmaus, Pennsylvania, Lehigh Valley. Um, so that's cool too. 5.3%. Um, so it definitely packs a punch. Uh, and it's a good sour. I mean, it's, it's, it's blueberry for the beginning for me, uh, but it's not over, overwhelmingly sweet. Um, and then just like the perfect sour balance at the end. Um, I do really like this beer. Um, so yeah, thanks, Troy. I'm going to go. In the sense of a sour, I'm gonna go like seven point five. This is a really, really solid sour beer. More than solid. I'm right there with you. Uh I love blueberry flavored things. Um and and this is fantastic. I feel like they nailed the aftertaste where a lot of sours uh taste consistently the same at the end where it's just kind of like a doled out warhead, I guess. Uh this one actually hits the the blueberry flavor at the end and, and sits with you. Um, so this is actually surprisingly high rating for me. I'm going to give this an 8.3. Uh, I fuck with this. Good job, Troy. Um, going there tomorrow. 
Yes, that's really weird. I also was going to compare it to Warhead, and I also right. put in the outline, it's an 8.3. So I'm just going to pass it to Jared and just double what you just said. Hell yeah. <laughs> so everything was exactly the same. Hell yeah, brother. This beer tastes like a juice. I feel like I'm a kid and I have like a Capri Sun. Oh, I love it. I almost bought those. Yeah, I love I the can, though. Um, it's fun. Zap, pow, bam. I love zapping and powing and bamming. Um... <laughs> It feels like this beer tastes like the color purple wood. <laughs> Weird to say. Um, this guy is wild. Well, it's got the, the, the font is purple on the Sour Power. So maybe it's like some type of Pavlov going on here. I don't know. Um, but I'm going to give it a 6-4. It's not bad. It's nothing special. I like it. I would definitely drink two or three of these. Um, but, you know, it's not like the first thing I would buy if I go golfing. And that's how I rate beers now. So... <laughs> Fair. All right. Um, that's our beer of the week. Uh, okay, guys, in the sporting world, uh, we're in the midst uh, of a lot of different things. Where should we start? What are you guys feeling? I told you World Series and then on game five. Yeah. Nate Evaldi. What a, what a good guy how, to let go for the Yankees, right? How about it was the uh, worst viewer rating World Series. Oh, you had to know that was going to so happen. Who cares years. about that? It was. It was good. It was decent. I enjoyed Fake it. News. That blew my mind. Oh man. Anyway, how about um, whatever. Cool. Good World Series. Happy Texas finally got one. Bruce Bochy, maybe the best manager of our generation. Uh, he's got four rings. Definitely have to debate it. Um, I will but, say it was really cool seeing all the old guys crying. And then their wives were like, "I've never seen you cry like this." Or the one, the one quote I saw was um, you didn't cry as much when your son was born. He's like, I've known the Texas Rangers my whole life. i only known my son 23 years. <laughs> Solid response. That's very true, though. Fair. So seeing all the old guys cry, that was that was cool, man. Look, gotta love sports. <laughs> gotta love when old guys are yeah, crying, like, dude. That's just, that's just awesome. So Speaking of first wins, how about the Sharks last night getting their first up against the Flyers? Both really bad teams. Um, San Jose might be the worst. Um, Frozen Frenzy still been pretty cool. I'm enjoying that. Rangers, first place. About it. How fucking bad? year? I like it. Probably not, but hey. We're going to bet their futures anyway. Um, cool to have all the sports going on right now. I committed last year too, Frank, to being a Rangers fan. You remember we shook on it, so. Nice. That's right. My brother Renard. I'm, I'm, I'm doing Together, my best. I'm baby. getting involved. I'm getting yeah. involved here. So might have to get some gear, maybe a beanie to really just kind of warm things up. You know <laughs> get, what I mean? Get right into uh, the fall winter season, man. Start repping immediately. Yeah. The, the best thing about it is the thing about hockey in this time of year, it's all baggy clothes, baby. Layers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got sweaters on. Okay. I do love being cozy. I love a good sweater. I love being cozy. Yeah. yeah. I almost wore sweatpants to the bar. Yeah, so, um, yeah, welcome, man. Get a beanie. Feels great. Um, we, we should go to a Lehigh Valley Phantoms hockey game. That would yeah, be, cool. be really fun, fun. man. Yeah. We went to one. Uh, right now, Town PPNL Center. PPNL Center is really nice, though, for it a, is. you know, minor league hockey's arena. Yeah. They got a great uh, layout and everything. You just yeah. walk around, pop in. I really want to go out. to a Golden Knights game. That would be sad. T Mobile Arena is so Jesus cool. Christ. <laughs> well, we've walked around it. I've been I've walked around yeah, it several times. The highway outside parking of it. parking there though would be a total nightmare. Like I don't know how people that are local to come to see the, the team like get in there. Ooh, but anyway. Yeah. The the whole slot machine thing that they did, I looked yeah. at that. It was that was sweet. That would was you, sick, uh, right? That was so dope. Would yeah. you choose there? Would you rather go to a, a Knights game or a, a Phantoms game? Well, obviously a Knights game. I would go to a Flyers game though. Like I don't have a favorite hockey team, so like I would, I would I, yeah, I would just go. Yeah, commit right now. Commit. No. Are you, Ve- are you a Vegas be, or Flyers? Um, or honestly, Rangers. dude, if I had to pick a favorite a hockey team, it'd probably be the Knight. Dude, don't say Philly. You're a Vegas guy, man. Nah, dude, it has to be like a Canadian team. Oh, oh I like God. it. I like just that. my ties to uh, my time as a, okay, a Canadian employee. Jared, think of all the hockey teams in your head. Who would you go with right now? Edmonton Oilers. Oh, Two and eight right I see, now. I would, be a, <laughs> I would be a Vancouver Canuck. 
Canuck. Dude, how sick Canuck. is a Canuck? Like, That's an a awesome professional name. sports team. They're the Vancouver Canucks, and their logo's so dope. It's like Native American-y. That's just a sick name, um, Canuck. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Can never be a Leafs fan. Too much pain. Yeah, that sucks. All my cousins up there are Leafs fans. Brutal. They take Brutal. hockey so serious. Oilers play the Sharks on Thursday, though. Two and eight against one and ten. That's a fucking huge game, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> Who do you th- bet, the, bet the under? First period, every period, you bet the under? That'll hit the over. Sounds like my uh, one fantasy league, honestly. Real. Hockey's fun, though. Any man. basketball, guys? Any 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 basketball for you guys? No, I'm LeBron. avoiding the in-season tournament like the plague. Dude, that was the dump. Like, <laughs> they got to fix that. How is it every like Tuesday and Friday for like a month? Dude. I thought it was going to uh, be some weekend in Vegas all the guys would go to Vegas. I thought that was the thing. Like, no, yo, absolutely as a not. team, you're all my boys. <laughs> we're going to go to Vegas for a weekend and compete in this tournament. Like, that's pretty sick. But then it's like a whole month and a half or two months. Dude, like, what? I, I looked into it. as soon When I heard about it, I was like, okay. Like, kind of like you thought. Like, I'm not like totally, I'm not against it. But it's in Vegas. That's cool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're getting Vegas involved. We love that. But I started to look into what it was. I saw what it was. And, dude, I, I like protest level avoided it just at that point just to not encourage this to ever happen again like i don't want this to ever happen again yeah it's lame they gotta fix they gotta do something different um lebron's a freak that's kind of crazy so averaging like 24 points a game yeah he's they're showing numbers of guys in their 21st year and all of these things and like his averages and his totals are like they're like two to three times whoever was the leader like it is it is honestly crazy i mean put any type of fandom aside to see a human being operate at that level and dude you can argue he is as athletic as when he got to the league he's still jumping over dudes and smacking that ball right out of their hands on lays it's absurd what he's doing 25.3 points per game 8.4 rebounds per game 5.9 assists per game right now he floats seven he floats on that court He's never looked more comfortable. Dude, it's uh, for an athlete to play a physical sport and still like be able to perform at that level. And then we do a lot of LeBron hate between Frankie, Nick, and I. But you gotta, re- dude, the greatness has Everybody. to be recognized. <laughs> it's me. gotta be, dude. It's That's crazy. unreal. Look at us trying to just see Tiger be able to golf for a weekend. And how much of a struggle it is. Like well, com- compare, but like compare to like LeBron guys that can age. drive. <laughs> you know that's yeah, the difference. Like, <laughs> like LeBron knows how to drive a car, so and not under the influence. But regardless, I might, though, I might add, yeah. when you see guys that age, that's what that's what it is. Like whether it is that type of situation or just they're old. Like look, Udonis Haslam plays like one minute a season. He's just a coach on a player contract. Like he doesn't. He's the same. Him and LeBron are like right next to each other. When you look at Father Time, it's absurd. It's insane. And the guy doesn't even touch the ball. Yeah, we'll never see anything like it again. Aliens. I feel like that's what they said before LeBron. Aliens. We'll never see this. Dude, I'm telling you, bro. Like, in 30 years, yeah, we'll gonna be, be a kid. He's right. Oh, we're <laughs> all going to be like, oh, LeBron. You guys ever watch LeBron? And we're like, oh, uh, look at this guy. I'm going to make a vow Tron right now seven. to never be that guy. Someone coded an AI Never gonna program be that guy. to be the best basketball player of all time. You're going to be that guy. Nope. Honestly, though, fuck basketball. Okay. Yeah, I feel that. Football, though. Hands are weird. Yeah, football. Let's talk about football. Yes. <clears throat> Romance sport. All right. I'll start this off. I'll start this off. RIP the Giants. See you later. Danny Dimes, you were the boy, kind of the kid. When? Uh, you know, so much Last faith. Last year, bro. So much faith, so much letdown, still so much faith, unspoken God, and now you're probably never going to play again. Dude, I got to acknowledge something. I'll Giants Twitter. Up. I mean, all fan base Twitter is crazy, but I've been absorbing a lot of Giants Twitter because of Daniel Jones. Dude, they're putting together like memorials on Twitter yeah, RIP, about bro. this season. The dude was like, he won like 30-some percent of his games. Do you think he has more phones than James Harden it's just him Absolutely on a bunch of uh, burner accounts? <laughs> no way. Costco, James Harden is the king Eli of phones. Manning, I'll miss you. I'll miss you, buddy. Eli's a goat, dude. Nah, Daniel Jones definitely deserves the rest in peace. Um, you know what, though? The talent wasn't there, but that's a guy that you want on your team. 
All right. Uh, you want to root for he him. He tried so uh, hard. He he doesn't cause a ruckus. He's uh, super plain, boring, plain Jane. Uh, you know, just I didn't hate when he was playing all. Um, but he definitely was not good. That boy got legs. Um, so that yeah, boy got I, legs. you know what? I'll say it. R.I.P. Man. R.I.P. R.I.P. But he got, got that bag. You guys are done for moving like on, eight hey, years. Moving on to a new era. Hey, no, Caleb, eight years, no. bro. Get out of here. Arch, Arch Manning, bro. We're set up. <laughs> that would be crazy. That would be kind of mm. wild. <laughs> but no, okay, hey, tank for Caleb Williams. I'm all in. Let's do it. Um, okay, who wants to go next? Because no one wants to hear any more. I'll just say one quick thing about Washington, then give it to Jerry because he's the only relevant team right now. Sam Howell, dude, has been a dog, man. And it is cool to see the ownership change and they're changing everything and they're openly being like, Howell's our guy. We want to invest in him. Like, we want to get him aligned. They're acknowledging the issues, just like Josh Harris, like, shipped out James Harden. And it's very nice. So hopefully they can get that franchise going somewhere, dude, because it's been three decades of my life. And I've seen nothing happen. Yeah, the offense is supreme, dude. Dude, they're good, man. And Sam Howell, man, he's got an arm. He's got to get an offensive line, dude. Yeah, they need an offensive line and, you know, whatever. But, so, uh, uh, BR Gridiron, like, TikTok, and uh, he's, like, outside on the patio with Ron Rivera. And he's like, oh, it's so hot. Can I get some protection? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, how's uh, Baltimore? What, what are the thoughts They're here? the best team in the NFL. Anyway. <laughs> um, End quote. I do like I do like Washington plus six against the Seahawks this week, and I like the over in that game. It's gonna be a fun game to watch for sure. Um, probably definitely get them involved in teaser legs. Um, maybe with the Browns, we'll see. Um, two teams up to twelve could be could be a nice play. Thinking about it, um, but dude, how about how about the undrafted rookie Keaton Mitchell getting healthy, coming back, numbers banging around, dude, making some noise. Gus Edwards has six touchdowns in the last three games. Yeah. Off like six carries, yeah. which is crazy. He's Jerome Bettising, dude. Gus yeah. the bus, yeah. bro. Yeah, his, Jerome yeah, Bettis the bus. Exactly. His stat line is going to be three carries, two yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, dude, like, more, more touchdowns than yardage somehow. It gets ridiculous. Well, dude, he can catch the ball at the backfield pretty well, too. And I was able to witness that when they played the Lions. And uh, he had like a little... Little screen pass, just broke it off 80 yards. Like, had great blocks downfield, broke a couple tackles. He's like A-chan fast. Dude, and with Mitchell, like, dude, this new Ravens run game, if Keaton Mitchell can stay healthy, it's going to be unbelievable. Like, that's a three-headed monster right there with Justice Hill, Gus, Keaton, and then obviously Lamar. But he's slinging the rock, too. Mark Andrews is getting better every week. Um, It's been... About, like, what, four or five weeks since he's gone under his receiving prop. I mean, the guy's getting 80, 80 yards every game. He's unreal. And hot take. Could, Ooh, hot take it. could be the best tight end in the NFL. Just saying. Andrews? Nah. Yep. Oh, yep. Take all your Swifties. Go to the prom. <laughs> have a good time. But this big boy's fighting type one, and he's still out here. I Eaten saw that every week, today. dude. Yeah, that's crazy. Every week, Ian. So, considering that he's putting up those numbers whilst battling that, forget yeah, about talk it. Talk about the MVP of the league right now. We, it's Lamar. <laughs> dude, he's got the best completion percentage Let's in the go. NFL. Think about if they didn't drop eight passes in that Steelers game, Horrendous. how much higher it would Horrendous. be, and how many yards he would have. I mean. The schedule coming up is a gauntlet, though. I mean, so we have the Browns this week. Then you get the Bengals. Al Michaels is crying that he finally gets a good game with Kurt on Thursday night division matchup. Um, then you have the Jags. They play the Dolphins. They play the Steelers week seventeen. There's an I don't remember the rest of the schedule off the top of my head, but they're they're playing all playoff caliber teams. And you know what I was you know what I was getting at work? I want to run this by you guys. I was kinda I was kinda talking, you know, to my colleagues how Lamar is the GOAT and the Ravens are the best team, and everyone's like, Oh yeah, we'll see what he does in January. Is that just not like the most preposterous cop out thing to say? Or are you guys on board with that? Because no other quarterback in the AFC, which is obviously the best conference in football and has the best teams, nobody says that about Tua. 
Nobody says that about Josh Allen. Now he has four wins, but still they fall apart every year. No one says that about Herbert. Like only, I feel like only people say that about Lamar. The only thing I will say about that is when you become the MVP of the league, you're in a different tier as far as expectations. So, I mean, it's true. Like, Lamar hasn't performed the best in the playoffs. I will never forget the one, I think it was the Chargers. Anthony Lynn led Chargers. Goat. <laughs> Anthony Lynn led Chargers. Beat uh, Lamar. Was it on his MVP year in the playoffs? No, no it wasn't. The year after it was that? His rookie then? year. Okay, his rookie year. So, like, I'll, I, I don't know. They just... They played him extremely well, and I'll never forget that. And he hasn't done shit since. But I don't think you should be taking uh, anything away from Lamar. But, I mean, it's a fair point. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, oh, I, I mean, entirely. there's still time. Like, so it's, it's not like Lamar's mean, ever going to change or he won't do anything since now. It's a soft spot for me. But it's also, like, a normal response. I mean, like, if you have a team that's cooking and you, like, throw it in my direction and I'm on the opposition – my only response I have is to acknowledge that they're going to be involved in the playoffs and put it on them to fail. Yeah, like, I just don't like people saying say? that Lamar has never won a big game. Like, he's beaten Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but he doesn't have a ring. And until he has a ring, they're not going to give I mean, him yeah, that. That's what everyone's this year. Gonna That's say. all people care about. This yeah. year. This is the year. Yeah, it, it very well the might be. The defense is disgusting. I'm rooting for the tickets. They win without getting the their rod sucked off by the officials like the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, dude, they have a gauntlet of a schedule. Like, dude, if they end up winning thirteen games, they've already, they've played every single AFC playoff team minus the Chiefs in the regular season. A, uh, do you think that helps or hurts? I'm on the do fence. More I'm on the fence about that. More experienced. I'm on the fence about that because that that the beat up factor has definitely crossed my mind. It's just like, dude, you guys are getting cooked. But then to think about it, if they win. The next two games, they have a division locked up. So it's like when they play the Rams in Week 14. Like, do they really need to like give it their best in that game? Mm-hmm. Doesn't well, if they're going at, for uh, seeding? Yeah, they pro- they're gonna want to win, obviously. But they would like to have home field throughout. I mean, look how that worked out for them in 2019, though. I think there's that's definitely a conversation that they need to have in the locker room as to like how much energy we need to put out, right? But also conserve, be rested. I mean. You look at the uh, the opposite with the team you just brought up, the Eagles last year. You remember their postseason was so easy. It almost was like a detriment to them because they hadn't had a hard game in so long until it was a Super Bowl. And, like, that I feel like is just as damaging as anything because, like, I would I would rather be in the Ravens schedule where it's that's just iron sharpens iron. Yeah. Like, you're just really, like, on top of your game because you have to be. And if you get there, you know you belong there. Whereas you see some of the easy schedules where, like, it's not even complacency. I think it's just, like, you get stiff. Like, you get cold. You don't have to perform for weeks. It's like you're not going to go out and just blow up after that. Plus, they get they also get the 49ers on Christmas, which is a potential Super Bowl matchup. We're so you learn, you, learn, like, for that. you learn from that game. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's dude, it's exciting season. I'm, I'm very happy. And to to also kind of piggyback on your point and to revert that into a different conversation, like when you talk about ironing, sharpening iron, like all the line type, a couple weeks ago, dude, they were 11 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. They had shorter odds in the Ravens. Who have the Lions beat that's good? They're good Nobody. players. Dude, they haven't <laughs> yeah. played anyone. Their <laughs> schedule is a, it's a cupcake. They have one difficult matchup, and that's Week 17 against it's Dallas. The Dolphins' argument as well, isn't it? That they haven't—they <laughs> can't beat a team that has a winning, winning record. Teams. I think that'll correct itself, though. Right? Yeah, definitely a little bit different of a scenario compared yeah. to Detroit. Revenge spot in the division against the Bills, who are falling apart. I think they'll they'll win that matchup. But I mean, the Lions have played absolutely nobody, and they're everyone's like, "Oh man, this team's so good." I want to root for Dan Campbell, and like you can't hate him for it. And I they don't. do have a good team, but they've also had some injuries. St. Brown's been beat up off and on Montgomery. all year. You still can't tell me that team's elite, though. 
They're not elite, but I think yeah. people want to see. The Lions are one of those teams. It's like the Lions, the Bears, the Packers. They're like those legacy teams that I feel like seeing them be good is just kind of good for football. Like you're, I'm more likely to root for the Lions to be good than like the Bucks. I, I agree with that. I mean, you also got to think three or four years ago they went what like zero and seventeen. Yeah, dude. You just want to see see you get something, dude. Detroit is not a place to hang out. Like, give them something good. Like, give them a good team. Let First playoff fun. appearance since '93. Damn. Yeah. We'll see. How, Damn. Great, how great would it be, though, if, like, time ago. Josh Dobbs just takes the Vikings to a new level, Justin Jefferson comes back, and somehow the Vikings steal the division from the Lions? I don't believe that. Yeah, that would be crazy. That would be awesome. Happen, um, but before we jump to anything else, can we talk about awards now that we're about halfway through the season? Frankie brought up MVP. Sure. We we talked about this on the pod before. Comeback player of the year. DeMar Hamlin, I'm seeing around, like, minus 110. He needs to take an actual snap. He was active for a game, but he hasn't taken an actual snap of football. That's what we need. He takes one snap, and we're good. He played on. He had. A, he played on special teams, though. And we all did. We all said, if he gets on the field for one play, he wins the award. I'm talking about defense, though, man. We need him on defense. Why aren't they playing him? He's not that good. He was only. He was only playing last year because of the injuries. I mean, they have injuries now, though. I guess this year. Two in the secondary. If they get bounced out of the playoffs the last couple of weeks, you could see him play. Like, is this the time? Do we unleash hell? I don't know, man. He's start, he starting a scholarship in Cincinnati. Like, he had the whole thing where he was, like, you know, by himself on Cincinnati's field, like, in the spot where it happened. There's so much, like, coverage around it. Yeah, we live in a world of narratives. Yeah. But there's and no agendas. football, like Frank yeah, I mean, I almost die in our fucking kitchen. You don't just see me standing there yeah, for no reason. Yeah, yeah you know, the key. Yeah, you're True. not in the NFL, bro. Come on. I yeah, know. I think someone else might might win it. Well, I don't know. you can't I don't give it to so. Tua. Yeah, Tua. Tua. No way. Everyone gets concussions in the NFL. They got the because next, yeah, but you don't get the fucking finger concussion. You know, uh, who's who's the guy level? on the Chargers that got it? What was his name? That was in a fencing position. Yeah, remember he? Yeah, he got smoked. It's a primetime game. He was going for the end zone. Help. Was it like a wide receiver? Uh, tight end, wide receiver, somebody. Did it was it Mike Keenan Williams? Allen? No, it wasn't Keenan Allen. Um, I don't know. I don't, I'm I don't sorry remember. for not having my NFL lore coming out of my brain today. It uh, gets dark early, so we get tired. But you guys remember that. Do you remember watching that game? That guy, he got smoked, and he's in the fencing position. Yeah. My point is, is that people get concussions, and the only reason that Tua really has any clout behind that is because the Dolphins organization mismanaged his return to play. Yeah, he's still is the one though that took the damage in his playing. Yeah, I don't like. But think people that get concussed. That. Well, no, but that's that's dude. I was on the podcast literally saying that it is possible he never plays again. True. That was not a concussion. You can't just call it a concussion. That dude got two concussions in one week. And literally looked like he could end up like paralyzed or a vegetable. He was down so bad after a hit. You can't just call that a concussion. Like that is an that's a genuine argument to come back as a comeback player. He he was in his career was in question. He was so messed up in the head, uh-huh. dude. Well, that's crazy. To, I mean, I would put it over the next. So the next odds, right? For reference, Josh Dobbs at plus eight hundred, Brees Hall plus a thousand, Lamar plus a thousand. Josh Dobbs is there because of the whole thing that happened with Geno Smith yeah, it's last Gino year. Smith again. It's bullshit. Yeah. They yeah. fucked up the whole award. Um, but, uh, dude, if the Vikings like make the playoffs, how do, how do you not give the Josh Dobbs if DeMar Hamlin doesn't play all year? And Lamar, just, the whole sucking thing, thing, man. Lamar is definitely more deserving of the award than Tua Tagovailoa. That's for sure. If you're talking about a playing basis and coming back, guy's going to win the MVP, potentially. Mm-hmm. He's got Hurts or Mahomes. That's it. Brees Hall is. I, I think Brees Hall is nice at ten to one. Yeah, but they don't use him enough. I He's just, the only reason that, that the they stay is competitive. Though. Bad though, too. Yeah, it's not. It's because it's Zach, yeah, yeah, it's Zach Wilson though. Just kills them. I don't, I don't see enough about Brees Hall. Everything. I just don't see enough about him that would make me be like, yeah, come back. Yeah, the narrative's He's not doing there. great, but no. T.J. Watt's a good argument. He's having a monster year, dude. He's at plus 2,200. That's a nice little beer money, but I don't know that you're going to get it. No, I don't think so. I think the three guys you look at are Hamlin, Hall, and Jackson. But I don't think... 
I like Josh Dobbs. No, I don't think Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I don't think he gets it either. But a 10 to 1, maybe. I like Dobbs. I think Brees, if it's not DeMar, Brees Hall's your best bet because you want to come in from way back. There's not enough value on Tua. He's at 175 on DraftKings right now. Yeah, no way. Brees Hall is at plus 1,000. Yeah, I think the whole, I mean, everyone gets concussed in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, pretty good discussion. See how it pans out. I'm debating. I'm like, I really want to bet Tamar Hamlin because it just feels like free money. You yeah, know, God, when he was 160. But yeah, that's, now that, he's 110. That's you're how gonna Vegas get, wins. You're going to yeah, get down more. That's how Vegas Yeah, wins. I probably showed you, right? But you actually. could. Here's my point is, is that you can get down more and then can't really hedge with Tua, but you can get on Brees Hall, Josh Jobs, and Lamar to like cover up investment and think, then hedge out. I think it's Josh Jobs. Because the numbers are going to fluctuate. Mm-hmm. Could be Josh Jobs. Yeah, I don't know. There's going to be a major event for one of them that makes it stand out. Because as of right now, we don't have it. Yeah. So we'll I have think, to see. I think the biggest thing for Hamlin's value is going to be if the Bills continue to be ass and they just like put him in at a game at home towards the end of the season just to make the fans happy. And they have this whole moment. And that pretty much seals the deal. Nail in the coffin. Yeah. Okay. MVP. I know we talked about Lamar, Jalen Hurts, those there, Patrick Mahomes, midseason MVP. If the 49ers go, uh, Christian McCaffrey, probably, definitely. I would love to dance with the concept of a wide receiver getting it with Tyreek. Yeah, I mean, it would be cool. Tyreek Hill, yeah. It would be cool. The MVPs just turn into the quarterback award. It would be cool if a non-quarterback ever wins it again. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, Tua and Christian McCaffrey is your best bet this year. If not, I mean, it's going to be Lamar, Jalen Hurts because he's the quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. He's still Patrick Mahomes. Um, I mean, the Dolphins' offense have been sucking lately. Uh, Do they have Barack Purdy at like the tenth odd on DraftKings right now at plus twenty five hundred for yeah, MVP? That's crazy MVP. No that's chance. Gross. What do they know that we don't know? Yeah, that's gross. Why is he even there? That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. I mean, that's they're a crazy. good football team. Tyreek Hill's plus 4,000. Brock Purdy's plus 2,500 for a quarterback MVP. award. Tyreek Hill's going to win Offensive Player of the Year. That's pretty much done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or McC- well, McCaffrey could win it, too. I don't know. Tyreek Hill's just been a different fucking animal. I think, well, I'm nervous dude. about his little hamstring thing that he keeps kind of showing here and there. He's yeah. shown a couple times after some long runs where he's kind of grabbing at his leg. He had the one big week two weeks ago where he really grabbed at his leg. I thought he pulled his hamstring right there. So that's making me a little nervous on Tyreek Hill. And I would keep that in mind if you're going to bet on him because a guy that runs out of his shoes like that, like he, he gives me like the scary D-Rose dynamic of betting on him. I just think McCaffrey would, would win over him yeah. if they gave it to a yeah. position player. Dude. I don't. I, I think Tyree Killer Christian McCaffrey is going to win. And you got one twenty-five and four thousand odds between the two. Yeah. <laughs> so you can tell who the favorite is. Yeah, I mean, if you're going it's going to be value, Lamar, so it doesn't matter. Offensive Player of the Year. Mm. No, okay. he would win MVP. If That's what I'm saying. Lamar is going to win the MVP. Doesn't matter. Lamar for everything. Lamar for president. Deal. I'd vote for him. All right. What are the odds? One. Probably like a million to one. <laughs> Trillion to one. All right, what are their awards? Coach of the year, maybe? Eh, oh, who Mike Tomlin? Who's the guy that just wrote the article on ESPN? Oh, come on, Breen. Man, I'm really off my shit today. Um, I literally just read it. But he had Mike Tomlin as his favorite to win coach of the year. And I was talking about that back in the summer before we started the season. But if you really think about it, they've been outgained. And yet here they are tied for second place in the AFC. If they make the playoffs with how bad the offense has been, you kind of have to consider Mike Tomlin. No, that's like, that's almost like a, if they would have considered Kevin O'Connell for the Vikings last year. Like this is not normal. This is the first time in NFL history a team's been outgained the way the Steelers have on offense. That's it, it, just luck. That's not a coaching job. That's not. I I think with um, if he fires Matt Canada, stock goes up. <laughs> I mean, dude, I he's... think with how the Jets are running though, Robert Sala potentially because Aaron Rodgers, bro. That was their whole. That was the whole game plan, dude. dude he'll Kevin be back, dude. Kevin You've O'Connell. What about mm-hmm. 
What if the if the Vikings sneak away into the wild card with Josh Dobbs? How do you not give it to Kevin O'Connell? I don't McDaniels. know. I I think if if no now, nah, dude, if Dan Campbell leads the Lions, which they have a really easy schedule, if he leads the Lions to a top two seed in the NFC, which is very plausible, if you look at their schedule, he's going to win Coach of the Year. Probably. It's, That'd I be think, cool. I think it's either going to be him or if the Houston Texans just make the playoffs, it's D'Amico Ryans. I think those are your two. Yeah, CJ Stroud's playing right out there. of his mind right now. They look great. I mean, yeah, yards last week. That's unreal. I love to see that, dude. How crazy was it that that was the best game? All day. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody had that on. Yeah. No. Nobody. I wish we were watching it, dude. God. <laughs> now we have to watch it. You Thursday bet the over game. in that game, dude? You were just having the greatest <laughs> Sunday ever. CJ gave you five right there. It's beautiful. Right? And they had 45 seconds left to go and win the game. Nutty. <sighs> dude, you can't ask for anything more. An oh, over in a awesome. close game. That was awesome. All right, last thing. Let's do defensive player uh, of the year. Uh, so rounding out the top, it's Micah Parsons, Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, Aiden Hutchinson. Honestly, I love Max Crosby. You could find him anywhere from twenty to one to twenty three to one. I like that too. You love see him smoking a blunt Max Crosby in his interview, <laughs> dude. This guy, like, he's smoking a backwood in his interview, bro. It was insane. Yeah, Shirt they, off, dude, on ESPN. <laughs> yeah, they, they were smoking everything in the locker room after being the Giants. Uh, shout out AP, his first, you know, win as a cool head coach. Love Antonio Pierre. So happy for him. No, no. Um, I think he's going to be awesome. But Max Crosby, man, he is playing out of his mind. It kind of sucks that the Raiders suck. Um, but I love him. Uh, getting him again. Anywhere from twenty to one to twenty three to one. He said twenty two on DraftKings. I'm actually going to bet that. You right know who now. gets zero clout? Hmm. Daniel Hunter for the Vikings. It's leading yeah. the league in sacks with ten. Well, you have like Max Crosby, like Frank saying. Like the other thing too to take into consideration is that the media has been all over him for the past couple weeks, dude. They have loved him. He's been in interviews twenty four seven. They're talking and like That's that what I hate nar- about these awards. But that dude. narrative is so big to a guy like you just said, dude, with Hunter, where you have just as much a case, if not more, but it's like he's just not in the eye. And it should be because, dude, think about how bad the Vikings defense has been over the last three years and they're really stepping it up under Brian Brian Flores. And you have a guy who's leading the league in sacks the defense is a huge part of why you still have a chance of making the playoffs. And he's getting zero attention. What are his odds right now? You have it up? He was like 70 to 1 two or three weeks ago. For Hunter, he's uh, six, 60 to 1 so, at right, uh, so, DraftKings. Yeah, he's moved $1,000. That's it? How do you lead the league in sacks and you're not even like within the top five on the betting yeah, I was odds? struggling to find him, dude. That was crazy. That's insane to me. And that's why yeah. that's another reason why I just hate these awards. It's like it, it can turn into a clout fest. You have the LeBron stupid. thing where it's like LeBron could have got MVP like a hundred times. They're just not going to do it. It's not. Well, it it's, takes away isn't from that the more award. of a reason to give it to Daniel Hunter? Nobody knows who this guy is, and he's leading the NFL in sacks. Then it's narrative again, just the other direction. You're on a you're on a team who's had a terrible defense over the last five years historically. They're stepping it up, and you're a huge part of it. How is that not a narrative? How's that not a thing? Just te- you know, it's not what they vote media for. in America. It's trash. Like the Emmys, the Grammys, the Oscars. Uh, I feel That's like it's stupid. the same situation there. You got you got to see pay to play. Who's got, on ESPN? Well, you got to you got to look at everything else. So sacks aren't the end all be all. Right now, he's he only has a half sack more than Miles Crosby, Miles Garrett, and T.J. Watt. But T- those three players probably outpace him in every other defensive stat. Tackles, tackles for loss, pressures, QB pressures, Fair and enough. shit like that. Fair enough. I mean, that is pretty impressive that he's leading the league in sacks, I will say. And Probably worth a 30 I rack. do like the value on him yeah. because I feel like at this point, especially on the defensive side of the year or the defensive side of the ball, anything could happen. So, I mean, 60 to 1, that's still great value. Yeah, I'm going to throw a 30 rack at. Uh... I definitely don't like uh, the top three, though. Micah Parsons is only plus 180. Miles Garrett plus one ninety, TJ Watts two to one. I mean, anything could happen with those three guys. Injuries, so I, you're not getting anything there. But yeah, pretty cool. Um, is that it? Anything else, guys? NFL? Just got some fantasy. Yes, let's do it, Eli. Our fantasy league is like 
as wild as the college football playoff right Dude, now. We, it's I anyone's mean, game. I don't know about you guys, but most leagues that I've been playing in are like that. I have a lot of leagues that are just neck and neck across the board. But like Jared said, I mean, there's there's a two, three game difference between first and last in our league at this point. Um, maybe a couple more, but it's in, extremely close. I think second through 10th is like one game apart. But another close week, uh, Troy... Our beloved Troy, who brought us the beers, he took another loss down to two and seven. He is holding down the anchor for the guys. He lost to Kyle one twenty five to one hundred two. Game of Jones, Ramon down one hundred one to eighty one. Jake Rubin, good win for him. Sags with just a stinker, dude, to stay up top and first eighty seven to eighty four. Nick, you uh, we needed you to take him out right there. That's crazy. Stop. That hurts. Uh, Girth with another sneaky win, dude. Third place, 136 over 108. Stefan, that's a big loss for him. Uh, Connor creeping back in up to fifth place, taking out Jared and dropping him to four and five, 104 to 82. And then lastly, uh, won the bout against Frank, uh, 122 to 94. So a lot going on this week. What are the two first place teams' records? Five and three? Um, so. First place is six and three. You gotta hit the standings by oh, yeah, everybody. Yeah, standings. Oops. Let me turn this a little bit. Uh myself, Sags, and Girth are all six and three. And then we got three, five, and fours, and then four, four, and fives. Crazy. So it's it's all right there. I mean, you're one injury away from not being involved at that point. So I'm playing Frank this week, dude. Huge game. Yeah. game. Huge game with playoff implications. Four or five, five and four, dude. There's a lot of stuff going on. Right lo- there. That's a loser leaves town game. I need a, I need David Montgomery to come back off IR in the bye here and be special. I, I bench safe flowers for him. We're well, at a 47 percent playoff. We'll see if you get in. Market, yeah, dude. After Market. starting four and zero, oh, dude. I'll <laughs> never like grind it. Hitting the green on a par three and then three putting for a bogey. Happens to me all the time, dude. <laughs> and you know what? One of my one of Troy's two wins was against me, and it was the week I had Montgomery and Cole Clement on the bench, and they combined for like sixty-seven points. That's brutal. Oh, dude, Yikes. it's disgusting. Yeah. All right. Last part of the show, boys. Locks of the week. Yeah. Who wrote that? We have not <laughs> been doing very well. <laughs> Um, as a unit. These are the suggestions of the week until further notice. Yeah. It's, been our, it's our worst year so far. Took two L's last week. Iowa State never really had a chance. <clears throat> but it is preposterous that that Raven-Seahawks game did not go over. Oh, my God. <clears throat> I hate that it didn't go over. Um, Geno Smith just had to be average, and he was not average. The Ravens almost got me there, but they didn't. Uh, total ended at 40. This week, though... I'm back uh, because a good gambler never quits. <laughs> Arizona minus 10 against Colorado. Arizona has been very, very good on the low. Um, their last six games, they're ranked now. Their last six games have been very good. I'm going to take them lane 10 against Colorado. They're a mess. Um, Dion just promoted Pat Shermer, former Giants coach, to full play calling duties. And I've seen what that man can do, and it's not good. Um, so I'm going to take Arizona lane the 10 against Colorado. Uh, Jared put me on this last week, even though this did not win last week, but he told me about it. Ravens first quarter minus one and a half. I'm on that. Those are my two plays. Let's get two wins. All right. Um, I got two plays this week. I am three and three because I did not participate um, out in PTO. Uh, So first one is going to be the Steelers minus three against Green Bay. Uh, The reason why I'm leaning towards that is Jordan Love, who came out really strong in the beginning of the season, is kind of showing his uh, true colors past couple games. Um, He's doing well. He's, He's thrown for over 200 yards pretty consistently. Um, but in the last four games, he has had five interceptions. In the last five games, he has seven interceptions. Um, I think he really uh, – there's just something missing there, and that is going to give the Steelers, who have been performing decently well, uh, especially on defense, a good chance at the minus three. 
Next, next one is going to be Lions minus two and a half versus the Chargers. And the primary reason behind that is following the money here. They have 75% of the bets, but 94% of the money. That is a huge, huge swing in the sharp money right there. I uh, do love that. Chargers have not been a great performer, and the Lions come back. Amon Ra, he's, he's playing he's playing well. It's not sick anymore. So uh, those are my two. Uh, I'm two and seven. Um, it's just crazy to say out loud. But, you know, God gives his hardest battles to his most unwilling soldiers. So I'm going to bet on my <laughs> own team this week to claw, claw my way back. The Commanders plus six against Seattle. And dude, we're we're just we're throwing it at the wall and seeing if it sticks at this point. So these are these are my suggestions of the week. Su- suggestion of the week. <laughs> I just proceed with caution. Alrighty. Um Well, remember how I told you guys last week I couldn't win a bet if you gave me a betting slip and I tried to take it to the casino because I would lose it on the way? Well, we didn't lose last week, but um, a brutal push. The Saints <laughs> going to cover the seven on the opening line, and oh, they doinked a field goal, so no winners. But at least it wasn't a loser, man. So I'm five twelve and two. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on with me, man. It's been a brutal, brutal year, um, especially after a hot start. But we're um, we're back on the wagon. We're going Penn State plus five against Michigan. Um, I talked about it last week, how I'm mad that Michigan's in the college playoff and playing no one non-conference. Um, huge conference game this week. James Franklin's 8-3 and three straight up against undefeated opponents in the conference. That's all you need to know. Um, so I'm going to stick with my Pennsylvania blood. We are plus five. And um, we're going to go over to Frankfurt, Germany. Do it, shine shites, comp. Are you a shithead? I might be for betting this game, but I just feel like it's going to be a snoozer. Where are the points coming from? Not Mac Jones, that's for sure. It's Gardner Minshew. We're going to go uh, under 43 and a half. Um, the Patriots are 9 and 0 when catching three points or less. And the total is greater than 40. So um, let's see how I can mush this, this, these, these great numbers this week. Take a shot every interception you see on the, on the Sunday morning game. Sure. That's your drinking game. Sure. <laughs> I'm in. See you guys at noon. <laughs> We're all dead. <laughs> Can't enjoy our Sunday.